Welcome to the UE Cyber Podcast, hosted by me, Phil Legg. Hello and welcome to this week's UE Cyber Podcast. So I'm delighted to be joined by Scott Eggins from Hargreaves Lansdowne. So welcome, Scott. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah, sure. Thanks for having me here today, Phil. It's been um, it's been lovely to, to speak with the students today. Uh, so as, as Phil said, I'm Scott. I'm from Hargreaves Lansdowne and my role is the Cyber Threat Intelligence Manager. Uh, so working within cybersecurity. Uh, and one of the reasons I was here today was to, to kind of help with the transferable skills that have, have happened over the course of my career since I graduated here in 2009. Yeah, fantastic. So yeah, we've, we've been delighted to welcome Scott back. We were discussing earlier, I think this might be the 10th time Scott's come back to give a talk for us. So we're really delighted to see you again. And so yes, this week we were hearing about transferable skills and how, how they've played a part in your career journey over the last 14 years. So do you want to just give us a, a bit of a taste, a bit of a flavour of, of what the transferable skills have me- meant to you? Yeah, sure. So um, obviously university gives you a nice base foundation. Uh, when, I, when I left, I became a developer uh, working, as, as you can imagine, on software building applications. Uh, understanding how they work, uh, applying technical knowledge um, and, and into actual reality. Uh, from there, it was into uh, the police force. So it was working in a digital forensics lab, applying very deep forensic ideas and practices into play in cases that made a large difference to people's people's lives. Forensics obviously plays a huge part in law enforcement, um, which, was, which was incredible. Um, then from the forensic world, I moved into my kind of roles in, in cybersecurity, starting off working um, as a technical specialist or uh, somebody specializing in security. Um, after that point in time, I, I moved back out into the private sector, um, taking the, the forensic skills with me, but this time working in more of a, uh, it was an e-commerce uh, retail environment. So understanding actually how to apply it in security constructs mm. to another another industry altogether. Uh, and then from there, moved across into, into Hargreaves Lansdowne, where I am now, uh, on the cybersecurity team with various roles mm. from analysts through to here. It's just, you, you look back and think, actually, that's the, a shift from forensics into cyber and security, yeah. Excellent. And I, I mean, I think it's really interesting just hearing the variety of roles. And I think this is a really important point because it's very easy, particularly for students, to be focused on what's what's that job that's going to be waiting at the end of their study but actually you know there's a whole host of jobs that may follow at following on from their study um we we had a moment in the session where the students were asked well who can imagine themselves as a departmental lead and actually we were saying well you might not be able to imagine yourself as a departmental lead at the moment but you know that's not to say in 10 years time the students in our room might not be in that position. So it's, it's fantastic to see. Um, so just thinking about, about that career path and the, the, you know, it's really varied and really exciting. So is, is there kind of one pivotal moment almost that you can pin down or think about where you, know, you really felt, a, felt that shift in the kind of roles you were carrying out? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, from a developer to forensics was the first clear demarcation zone between uh, engineering and, and forensics which which carried through but I think the biggest the biggest shift was coming from forensics into cybersecurity 
because when you look at both both kind of disciplines, they are very different and in some respects not necessarily always collated together. One of the key things you kind of find working in security is that you apply a lot of your forensic constructs and the things that you learn in forensics about how you're managing logs, how you're uh, hunting through for specific activity, how you're investigating these things. You're, you're still holding them to the same forensic standard, but just applying them in a different way. Mm, absolutely. And I mean, I think it's it's really interesting, this blend of forensics and security. And I mean, you know, if I think about the program we have here, in some ways we treat them as these two separate things. But in reality, there is a growing crossover between the two in terms of, well, what do we mean by security and what do we mean by forensics? And having, having that forensics aspect, that kind of provenance of data and being able to think about where that applies, whether it's giving evidence in court and understanding the kind of social impact of technology as well, all ties back to that digital forensics piece, which I think is, is really incredible to see. So just a final point then to wrap up. So. Yeah, we're, we're talking about uh, the journey that you've been on and likewise the journey that our students will go on when they finish with us at UWE and venture off into the, the big wide world. So I guess if there's one if there's one piece of advice looking back on your time you could f offer to our students, what, what do you think it would be? I think I might be cheeky and put two points in there. Go for um... it, you can have two. <laughs> I'd, I'd say there's the, the first element is is understanding kind of what your aims are or if you don't know what they are to have kind of like this this brand personality or this this kind of awareness of your personal brand because things that you do your portfolio how you go about things just having a collective of, of who you are um, the second part I'd say as well is is to look for an organization where the values match with yours uh, it's very much a case of all of all the places that I've worked for, the the values of where I've worked for have always matched with my own. Um, so always pick an organisation where you feel that their values match with yours, because it's all about finding that that nice relationship that you're good for the role, but the role is also good for you. Mm, I think that's some excellent advice, sir. Well, thank you ever so much for being able to join us, Scott, and we look forward to being able to welcome you again for your 11th talk, perhaps, um, in our next round of talks. So thank you very much. Thanks, Phil.